This is a podcast from Rover. Sinnenbrook and your favourite artists. This is another loose chat. Here we go, Georgia Film Drive. First Welcoming in Mylan into yeah, hey. studio. Hello, hello, hello. Cam, so good to have you here. It's weird seeing your faces while I'm talking to you. <laughs> I know, it's been way too long. I think it's almost nearly everything has been via... Uh, the interwebs. You know, via the interwebs, via the phone line, yeah. and sometimes the fax. Exactly. <laughs> um, but also, Cam, sorry, Mylan is like a really big listener of the podcast. Yeah. We've had some very deep, deep discussions after a lot of deep, deep wets um, yeah, yeah. about the podcast. And, and it's really cool that like now you're on the podcast. Ooh. Eight round two, but the last time was uh, on the phone. Oh, oh, here we see, are in person. Well, it's really nice to have you in studio, and of course, you're bringing us uh, brand new music. It is a first play, um, but let's talk about what you've been up to. Like, what's been going on? Oh, to be honest, writing heaps of music mm-hmm. and then not writing heaps of music, mm. <laughs> and then repeating that cycle. Is that um, a state of mind, or is that like a physical thing? You're just genuinely like writing heaps of music and then not writing heaps of music. Oh, like, I feel like I just get really inspired, and then I accidentally burn myself out, and then mm. just go, oh, "Okay, I can't touch anything for a few weeks." But <laughs> is that kind of like hyperfixation? You're just yeah. like. Oh, Oh, let's go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, once once I get an idea and I just run with it and then I'll kind of peter out because I'll, uh, you know, lose some sleep hours and just yeah. slowly go, oh, maybe maybe yeah. the idea is not as good as I thought it was. Sometimes yeah. it is. but Do you find if you like kind of come away from it for a little bit and you come back, you're coming with a fresh new mind, you've had a few experiences between that time so you can like... Yeah, for sure. And you always come back and be like, oh, that was rubbish and then change a few things and be like, okay, now it's good. So yeah. it's, good, it's good to take that break. Yeah. It must be a very interesting thing like, you're really obsessed with this one version and you go away for a little while and you come back and you're like, that is shit. <laughs> I suppose it's, um, it's say, how can I, uh, you know, without being a producer, um, visualise this. Maybe it's like, say, someone on a weight loss journey mm-hmm. and you don't notice it changing and yes. you're like constantly doing it. You're like, oh, no, and then you go away and come back. You're like, holy shit. Now I can see the difference and what I need to change and things like that. Yeah, true. Good analogy from you, bro. Yeah, uh, got there in the end. Well, the, the thing with this track that was really interesting is this track's been in production for like over a year and a half. Wow. And the first time I got sent the demo by Hound Eye, I went like immediately, this is something. Because yeah. he'd already written um, the entire top line, he'd written the, the lead melody, he, he'd kind of structured the track. But it was at a point where we both weren't confident enough to kind of emulate what we wanted the track to be. Yeah, so right. it was almost a thing of our taste was a little bit further down the line of our abilities and mm. that's why it took so long to, you know, we'd come back and be like, okay, we've got to replace all the drums and we probably did that four times because mm. we'd just, we'd, we'd produce other tracks and learn as we went and then re- approach this one with yeah, a completely cool. different outlook and that's why it's taken so long to get to the finished product. You'd honestly prefer to be that though, right? You'd prefer yeah. to have mean taste but like not very good. <laughs> no, nah, sorry. Yeah, I mean you'd the inverses. Have, sorry. You'd prefer to have mean taste and not quite yet have the skill set to yeah, do it yeah. rather than having the skill set to do it but having shit taste. And you're just like churning out shitter after shitter, 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 shitter. Like every month they're like brand new release and you're like God. Man, we're still not over the last one. Not in a good way. Unrelease this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a good space for you to be in. Let's talk about yours and rela- uh, your your relationship with Hound Eye. So you guys did like a little um uh, uh, compilation together. Yeah. So my second ever release feels like I know you was on a European label called High Team Music, That's and they, right. they did a compilation album that that track came out on. And he was one of the other feature artists on the compilation. And as part of the promo package, we all kind of you know gassed each other up on socials to bring hype for the release as a whole for the full project and then we just got talking and I discovered that the vocals on the track he'd done on that compilation was him singing and I oh. went 
oh my god like you've got a crazy voice would you like to jump on as a vocal feature and he's like I don't do vocal features I want to make the track as well and okay. I, was like, mm. I was like hell yeah let's get you going and he sent me I think the, the first time this was sent through I think it was titled Angsty Vox V1 <laughs> Angsty Vox <laughs> Angsty Vox That's it. And, and I listened straight away and I was like oh man like there's something here yeah. and I would just hooked in straight away so there's actually a couple tunes that we're working on at the moment this is the first kind of love child of, of that relationship yeah um, he's based in LA so it was a lot of kind of weird time zone producing sessions yeah um, but it's been just so cool to really find someone that you click with yeah because I think creative gaps where I might not have been able to fill he was definitely like he's, he's a songwriter by trade yeah. and he would really hone in and, and develop that and whereas technical gaps that he might not have been able to quite fill I stepped in for that role so it oh. was a really symbiotic relationship yeah collaboration at its finest yeah. hey mm. not too many cooks in the kitchen because you're both doing things that can actually help yeah, exactly. The project overall. I feel like you're in a really happy space with this record. Yes. We are, you know, we are friends. Cam and I, we hang out outside of the radio, outside of this kind of um, concept. And we do talk quite a bit. And, you know, like this whole musical writing journey has been very up and down for you, hasn't <laughs> very, it? Very up and down. <laughs> for young producers that are listening right now, what is something that you would say has helped you get through that? I mean, there were, there were points writing this record where I was considering retiring violin as a, as a whole brand. Yeah. Um, it's really just to, to not focus too much on the end product. Mm. I got really in my head of thinking, oh, I'm never going to be able to finish this tune because my, my skill level wasn't there for what I wanted to make. Mm. Um, and the process of writing other music while keeping this record on the back burner was really what helped me finish it in the end. Mm. I'd, I'd work on something else and be like, oh, what I did there is really cool. And I'd open up this project and then do something. And then I'd sit on it for another three months and then open it up again and do something else that I'd learned. Mm. And that whole process of not rushing to the finished product has, has been something that has really like changed how I'm approaching all of my songwriting at the moment. Yeah, I think that's also something for like um, just like the music music industry in general. Hey, Brooke, like yeah. don't rush and and it's great to be passionate and it's great to be determined and it's great to like really want it but like sometimes it's like the journey is part of it and like enjoy the little shit gigs if you're a DJ yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know like it's yeah. not all just going to happen right at once we are exactly. a small industry as it is yeah. don't expect the most straight away yeah, build yeah. the foundations it's yes. a super similar mindset to like showing up to a headline show and there's 10 people there yep. like instead of getting sad about it just give those 10 people like the best time ever oh, and you'll have so yeah. much fun yeah sometimes they're the best ones yeah <laughs> You're they like, are. I'm with you. We are together. <laughs> let's rave. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for you. Okay, well, let's give it its first official play right now. First play. Good stuff. Yeah. It is like just, I don't know. I feel like you can hear massively your, your style, but I think there is an influence from someone else. And obviously that's someone else being Houndai, but I think that's really cool from you. Yeah. I think collaboration is really mm. like important in music because you, like you said before, like you learn so much and like you do you do get better because yeah. you're with someone else doing something that they do normally that you don't. A hundred percent. I oh. think I think something on this record that we really honed in on that I probably wasn't doing too much was like an almost melancholic energy. You mm. know, like the, just the the way uh, Felipe Houndai was writing this track. I, I feel like compared to something like Hearts Locked, which was very upbeat and yep. cheesy, this still has the same energy, but it's a little bit more kind of mysterious and, and yeah. the tones are different and it's just a really cool style that I'm excited to explore. Cool. Are you stoked now that this one's out in the open? Um, you can carry on working with those other little pieces with Hound Eye? Yes, mm. yes. And there's um, actually a three-way collaboration. Oh, that uh, sounds wow. hot. Who is it? Yeah. Who's in this upside-down pyramid scheme? <laughs> yeah, and where do we put our keys and our <laughs> in the bowl? 
Circle. Um, it's a producer from Slovakia, funnily enough, named Circle, and she is wicked. So oh, that's, I love uh, to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something that uh, we'll hopefully see in the next couple of months. But before that, there's another one with a Christchurch producer um, coming up quite soon that I'm really excited about. Oh. And then a remix of A Familiar Face will also be coming shortly too. So. Okay, well, it l- it's looking bright. Yes, it's looking busy. <laughs> it's looking busy and it's looking bright, which is great because I think maybe right now there's not a lot of, like, we're, we're out of our festival season. We're yeah. out of our, like, really gig-heavy season. So this is time to, like, just knuckle down, yeah. get this stuff going, get the juices flowing. And, um, well, we're looking forward to it. And, Thank you. And, you know, we're super stoked for you tomorrow. Is when the record comes out. Yeah, so, well, midnight tonight. Midnight tonight. <laughs> okay, well, there you go, team. Go and write it up. It is still New Zealand Music Month. You've still got time. If you haven't done any supporting of Kiwi music, you can do it now with yeah. Myland stuff. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much for letting us have the first play, and we will see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Want more? 3 to 7 p.m. weekdays on George FM.